Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Bob Stauffer joining you from PNC Arena, Raleigh, North Carolina. Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Chet Studios along with our producer uh, slash operator Derek Scott, engineer here in Raleigh, is Ben Alexander. Guests and orders now receive gift cards to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply saving a night in the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue, Roos Chris in Edmonton, the 99th Roos Chris that was open. How ironic, and it's on 9990 Jasper Avenue. They are open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close, and on order game days uh, like next Tuesday, when Edmonton takes on Vegas at 4 p.m. Tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you. We head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. And courtesy of Abe's Door Service, where services are specialty, visit abesdoor.ca. We welcome back one of the most plugged-in men in the business from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Proud alum of Western Ontario, Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you? Bob, I don't want to interfere with the sponsor, but did you go to one of Carolina's best steakhouses last night, one of the ones I always like going to? Uh, No, because my show is on at 7 to 9 Eastern. Bob, you know and I know that just because it's 10 o'clock, it's not going to stop you from having a good steak. Uh, I I had a seven up or two and hung out with uh, a guy just to discuss certain things, if you know what I mean. So as yeah. I'm pro- oh, let's hear about it. Who'd you talk to? Who'd you I'm not with? telling you, but it's uh, yeah. Anyway, was it was it was it like a person in management with the Oilers? Well, there's not a lot traveling, which makes it more <laughs> opportune for me, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> By the end of this interview, I'm going to have it all out there, everyone. There you go. I'm going to radio myself on my own show. Is that what's going to happen here, Elliot? I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep poking at you until you leak it all out. Yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, there you have it. Well, why don't we start, actually, because last week, I know you discussed this on, uh, it's now officially the 32 Thoughts podcast, right? The one that's like number one every week in Apple Podcasts out there? Uh, yes, that's the one. Thank you. That's the kind of you to say. Well, you got to, I, I, we have a, I, I think, you know, Josh Marshall, he, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, and he's he actually educated me on the importance of slugging, quote unquote, our podcasts in the right category, which yeah. made a discernible difference to where we were sort of consistently ranking. So we sort of range anywhere from like twelfth to about fifth each uh, each day. Of course, this show is available over terrestrial radio and has about mm-hmm. thir- about thirty five thousand to thirty eight thousand listeners a day. So we're doing okay there. But your stuff is hey, it's off the charts. It's great stuff, and you did talk about the Edmonton goaltending hunt on a couple of different occasions. So educate our listeners here beyond, uh, you know, a a 7-up conversation at 9.30 on a uh, Tuesday night in Raleigh. What are you hearing in regards to the Edmonton Oilers' pursuit of a a potential other goalie at this stage? Well, look, I, I, I think ultimately what you guys hoped to do was Campbell would go down to uh, Bakersfield and rediscover his game. And I saw he had a shutout last night, but it had started very poorly for him. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I think you guys were, you know, looking at all your other options out there. And, you know, it, it, there, there were two things I think that were kind of, you, you had to deal with. Number one, it would be very easy for you guys to make a trade, but it would be a really lopsided trade. Um, it's, it's, it's not something you guys want to do. And the second thing is, you know, Edmonton is on a lot of no trade lists, just like a lot of Canadian cities are. And it becomes even harder when your team isn't doing very well. Right. So like, like, like I think there are guys who at, like, for example, if this, this was last year and, and you guys were coming off a trip to the Western conference final and things looked really good. I, I I think it would be easier to convince someone who's got the others on their no trade to waive it and and go there. Now that you're off to the start, you're off. It makes it impossible or, or very difficult. And so I think that is something you ran up against too. Like depending on who you talk to, and I and I will say this: I've heard different things uh, uh, from different people, so it's it's difficult to pin down. But I've had people who told me there was nothing close, and I've had people who told me there were things close, but it got to a, a goalie in particular, and they said, sorry, they weren't waving. So it just depends on who you believe, really. And But there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff flying around out there. Well, so, there's, there's another factor what, in this. They have Stuart Skinner. He's got. He's in the yeah, first but, of a three. But but the thing is, like Stuart Skinner, like the the thing I always felt, especially when Stuart won three games in a row, it was it was not necessarily that you're going to replace Stuart Skinner, but you bring in someone who can like compliment. be his his complement, right? And that's why the Montreal names came up, guys like uh, Montembeau and Primo uh, that you guys were looking at, and I'm sure you've looked at. You know, Detroit's got three goalies. They've got Reimer, Line, and Huso. I wouldn't think Huso's going anywhere. You know, right. Buffalo's got three goalies. They've got Levi and Comrie and Luke and tonight. I doubt Levi's going anywhere. But, you know, I, I just think you guys were looking at all your options. And, look, the, the thing I've been consistently told, and, I, and I've heard this in a lot of places, is that, you know, if you guys are going to make a deal right now, it's probably going to be a, a costly, costly deal. Yeah. There's a line that I always use, Bob. When you're drowning in this league, they don't throw you life preservers. They throw you anvils. And people were throwing the Oilers anvils, and they are just trying to be really, really careful. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, no one's going to like what I'm about to say next. The first option for the Edmonton Oilers, Manny Legacy has gone down to work with Jack Campbell in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I should mention, Sylvain Rodrigue has interviewed multiple times with other NHL organizations over the last two years to be their goalie coach. So he is highly mm-hmm. thought of. He had the highest save percentage in the AHL before Jack Campbell went down. But the first option for the Oilers is to get Campbell back up and playing. And I know not yeah. a lot of I know there's a lot of people that want to punt on Jack Campbell, but goal is the one position where a player can really struggle for a period and then get it back. And and people say, well, when's he ever had it with Edmonton? And that's fair based on last season. But do you not concur that that's probably the first option for the Oilers is to get another look at Jack Campbell at some point? Well, I've always believed this, and one executive told me this line, and I believe it all the time, is if you've got a problem, there's two ways to deal with it. Number one, you can solve your problem, or number two, you can try to trade your way out of your problem. And it's always better to solve your problem internally if you can. So, yes, I agree with you that, Bob, that the Oilers' first choice is for Campbell to play better and come back. I just, I think the biggest, like the thing is, you know, Bob, how how much can you really expect that right it's a now? Completely like, fair comment by you. Like, like if you if you heard tomorrow that Jack Campbell on the heels of the shutout was was coming back, would you feel confident that that problem no, was he, solved? He's got to have a greater body of work in the AHL. Yeah. Yeah. But it's desperate times, so desperate things happen. Uh, and we'll take it one step further. You look at uh, specifically Tampa Bay and yeah. what they moved. Their, they don't have a number one in 24-25, nor does Florida. Now, Florida, mm-hmm. at the 22 deadline, went out and grabbed Sherratt and Giroux as rentals. Those moves don't work. Trading players away to dump money. We have a player in this game tonight, Elliot, that the Toronto that was acquired by a Toronto Maple Leafs pick, and may have altered the Set course. Service. May yeah. have altered the course and direction of Tyler Wright's career. Because I don't know if if Toronto had held that pick, I don't know if Toronto would have still he drafted Jarvis at thirteen. And I know the Oilers were taking Jarvis at thirteen before Holloway at fourteen. I know they were doing that. Tyler Wright loved him. And Seth Jarvis is a legitimate top six forward in the NHL already. Back to the picks. I to me it makes no sense to package up, you know, a first rounder or two to dump the contract of Jack Campbell. You if you're Edmonton, you use those picks like Tampa did, Elliot to go get mm-hmm. the likes of Brandon Hagel and Tanner Janot, guys that can help their current roster. Agree or disagree? I would I would tend to agree with that. Um, I think that's always the preference. Like you know, the, the challenge for for the Oilers, Bob, is that this slump happens at a terrible time for them, and 
Um, this is not the time, you know, it, it, like I think it, it's, it's kind of fascinating, actually. You've got a new CEO of hockey in there. You've got a general manager who's in the last year of his contract. So, I mean, the, the question that we should all be kind of focusing on here is maybe not the game in, game out, what's going to happen in game 15 question, but where, does, where is this going? And also, you've got Dreisaitl eligible for an extension this summer and McDavid a year away. And, you know, it's a huge challenge for Edmonton to make the playoffs now. Like, I was looking at it. When, when Woodcroft was fired, I think there were eight, eight points out. And when you guys won three games in a row, you were seven points out. And since then, you've lost two in a row. So the challenge is not only winning games, the challenge is the math. And so I think there's a bigger question right now about, okay, do we have to take a deep breath and think about what this means for the long-term implications of the Oilers as much as we're talking about this season? And I don't think it's a conversation anyone to expected to have right now because I think everybody thought you guys would be like, Nine four and one, and we'd be just talking about the games, right? Yep. Well, now you're you're probably being forced into a conversation you didn't think you're going to have so quickly. Yeah, well, there's no question about that, uh, Elliot. Let me ask. I mean, it is quiet out there right now, is it not? Uh, I think there's. You know, I think what there is is there's like a few players and a few situations out there. There's there's you guys and a goalie. Uh, there's, you know, there's Columbus in the center and Columbus and what's going on with some of their guys. There's Calgary's UFAD. Um, you know, Toronto's got some roster questions that it has to deal with, Klingberg's future, uh, things like that. Um, like, so I, I think there's, I think there's some small, th- I think there's some teams that have a few players here and there out there. Um, uh, so I think there, I don't know if there's anything like huge brewing, but there's definitely some, some talk and stuff going on out there. For Abe's dirt, uh, door service, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. All right, Elliot, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Who do you think are the top three head coaches in the NHL? Who do I think are the top three head coaches in the NHL? You couldn't have told me like in advance to prepare for this. No, I said I was going to put you on the spot. You tried to juice information out of me from a. Uh, a just having fun with you. Give, no, give no, me a. No, ra- no. I'll tell you what. I, mean, I, I think I think you got to go with Cooper. Yeah. I mean, to, to be in one space, one spot in in ten years in the NHL, I I think even though he's never won the uh, the Jack Adams, I I think that's I think that's pretty impressive. I think it's very hard to do that in this league. Um. You know, I'm okay. Let's see. I, I really I like the job McClellan's done in the Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his right now. Uh, who else am I looking through the? This guy's had a good record here, Brindamore. Oh yeah, Brindamore. I think is is a, is a tremendous coach. I I, I really like I, I like Brindamore a lot. He and also like he needs a contract for next year, so. You know, that's a big one, obviously, too. And, you know, I would probably say I'm also a, I'm also a Pete DeBoer fan. 
I, I, I like him too. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do with this. So I'm talking to Rob Brown in the pregame on Saturday. And we talked about John Cooper and the market that they're in. So now I'm going to pose the question. If John Cooper comes up with Toronto or Edmonton during the 12-13 season like he is with Tampa, coaches the Lightning for the next six seasons, gets them to 60 wins in 18-19, and they lose four straight to the Columbus Blue Jackets in a market like Edmonton or Toronto, is he fired as the head coach of of those teams? You know, it's a good question, and it's kind of funny that in the sense that I was uh, talking about this with um, well, one of my old co-workers, Dave Randorf, is the is the play-by-play guy in Tampa yeah. now. And they were up here for a morning skate, and I was sitting with him and, and Brian Engblom and Gabby Shirley, who are on their broadcast team. And we were talking about that, about how... Um, you can afford to be more patient in a, in a situation like Tampa than you are in Toronto. And um, it, does he survive? Maybe, maybe not. But yeah. put it this way, I think there's a lot more pressure on them if they're in Toronto or Edmonton as opposed to Tampa. I don't think there's any arguing that. Yeah. And the comparable I provided, because I had the same conversation with Dave, was football coaches in the Southeastern Conference to hockey coaches in Canada because hockey's a religion in Canada and in the southeast as you know in the NCAA I mean I would like to I gotta tell you I'd like to be Jumbo Fisher and get 76 million dollars not for coaching uh, yeah me too that's that's when you know a school's got money when they're more worried about the future money coming in that they don't mind buying a guy out at 76 million dollars but I, I I do think it does speak and and look I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group the Oilers have had too many head coaches we know that there's no way to sugarcoat what's happened. Jay did a good job here. Todd did a good job. Tippett did a good job. Uh, Knobloch is unequivocally Jeff Jackson's guy. We'll watch to see how he grows. But it does speak to a different just – I wonder whether or not it's just a completely different uh, evaluation process that takes place in Canada than it does in places like Carolina or, for that matter, Florida or, for that matter, Tampa Bay. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, you know what? Like uh, the way I look at that, Bob, is that you know the rules going in, right? Yes. It, it, it's high risk and high reward. And I've always said that, like, if I was ever good enough to play or coach on a team or work for a team in Canada, that uh, like I would look at it that way. Like, you know, it's funny. I was talking with Oliver Ekman Larson today. And for the notes I'm working on, and we were talking about that. And I said, do you think it's it's as simple as, um, you know, some people are built for Canada and some aren't? And he actually disagreed with me on that. He just said, like, he didn't think the pressure was, was too much on him. And that wasn't the reason it didn't work out. But I do think that happens with some people. Um, like, like, I, like, I look at people like the Sedins. Um, I think Willie Nylander is proving he's kind of like that now. Like some people can just shrug it off and it doesn't bother them. But the one thing I really do believe is that if, like, if you have any kind of effort, like you don't even have to have huge success, but I think if you have any kind of effort in playing for a Canadian team, the fans here are going to love you forever. And the rewards are high because you can be a, like you look at guys like where I live, you look at guys like Ty Domi, 
Like they were, they were almost as popular as some of the biggest stars. George and LaRock and George and George LaRock. Like there's, there's another one. Like if you, you don't even have to fight. If you just compete hard and yeah. you play hard, like people will appreciate it forever. So I tend to look at the rewards more than I do the risks. Well, it's funny you mentioned, you know, the Sedins, two of the classiest players of all time. Um, you mentioned Nylander. Matthias Ekholm has spoken. Uh, with great clarity and not short-answered, you know, given real thought-provoking responses to the Oilers' challenges out of the gate. And it just reminds me of Jerry Johansson's famous quote to me, Bob, you never go wrong uh, representing a player from a letter S, Sweden or Saskatchewan. They're good people, and they get mm-hmm. it. And there's some truism. Elliot, make and the you, call. And me and you are from neither. Yeah, but you're a pretty good dude. Uh, you had a tough week. You had a tough week with the University of Montreal. Your purple ponies, oh, Mike Golden. Bad. Mike Golden. What did they turn the ball over six times in the first half? Something like that. Yeah, they just gotten. Uh, they got eaten alive. It was. Uh, it was a real shame. Real shame. X got shelled by UBC, which I predicted would happen. Alberta, of course, that's they, that Alberta's suffering the worst beat of all time to UBC. I will take Montreal by a touchdown over uh, uh, UBC in the Vanier Cup. Blake's done a good job. They got good American players, but I think the uh, uh, University of Montreal are going to dominate in the box, Elliot. I will take your. Uh, I will take your word on that one. You watch it more than I do. Elliot, great stuff. Look forward to uh, hooking up next week. Thank you for your time. All right, buddy. Take care. For Abe's Door Service, Elliot Friedman, 453 in Edmonton. When we come back, we're going to play Oilers Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Bob Stoffer with you, Oilers Now, emanating live from PNC Arena, Raleigh, North Carolina. Looking for a great holiday gift? Give the gift of travel this holiday season, New West Travel GCs. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or looking to surprise a loved one, give the gift of exploration, relaxation, and unforgettable experiences. Adventure awaits, and there's no better time to start planning. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com as we hurdle into Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Fan Cave and fan gear specialist for all budgets. All correct answers this month are entered to win an original autographed seat back from Northlands Coliseum. It's signed by 12 legendary Oilers including Hall of Famers Mark Messier and Grant Fear and more. Check out ProAmSports.ca or visit 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. Here we go. Our trivia question today. The Edmonton Oilers acquired Eric Cole in the summer of 2008 from the Carolina Hurricanes. Which Oilers defenseman was traded to the Hurricanes for Eric Cole? You have to text us the correct answer on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. And uh, coming back, we'll bring you the trivia answer. We'll work in Trip Tracy from the... Uh, Hurricanes uh, television broadcasts, and much, much more. Live from PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is Oilers Now.